Fridge Podcast. Hello and welcome to another weekly episode of the Beer Fridge Podcast. Real beer, real breweries, real opinions. As always, wherever you listen to this episode, make sure you subscribe, hit that ding a ling a link to be notified of all the latest episodes. You can show your support by giving us a five star rating. You can also show your official support by heading to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast where you can access to exclusive content and much, much more. My name is Gavin. I've got my usual drinking buddies. I've got Carl, I've got MD. I was late. Apologies. Right. Terrible. Terrible. Sacked in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, simple as that. Um, pleased to announce, and I'm doing it early this time before I go off on tangents, as usual, we're joined by Alex from North Bruin. How are you doing, mate? I'm all good, thanks. How are you? We're oh. good. Re- returning guest. Returning. Yeah, indeed. Second time. Re- return of the Mac. how long has it been i usually look i've not even looked it must be a couple of years to be fair so your research that you said you've done is total bs i've not done all my research i was fucking in a hurry right he's a brick no no chance if you're late on this podcast you know what happens you get it tight and so well you're more (laughs) i think it may be i think it may be a wee bit longer I'm not going to lie. I'll find that out. I'll find that out. But we've bumped into you a couple of times um, over the last however long it's been in between podcasts and bumped you on, bump, bumped you, bumped into you. That could have meant somewhere different there <laughs> on the festival scene. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> I should have went back to bed. Hi. On the festival scene. Um, your first initial reaction, Alex, you may have seen the news today that um, the defunct Edinburgh Beer Festival, Craft Beer Festival, which then changed to the Glasgow Craft Beer Festival is now also defunct, is not, yeah. and is being pushed back. Uh, initial reaction from someone in the industry. I mean, it was sad enough when it um, didn't happen at the biscuit factory in Edinburgh, um, and then I had a great time in Glasgow last year. I think it was the, it was the first time they'd, they'd done it in Glasgow. Yeah, um, that was good fun. Apart from. Um, was it every night we had to like get out there like clean up and get out and do like a mild breakdown because they had some sort of like nappy night for youngins <laughs> seems like, it seems like a really good thing to pair up with a beer festival yeah yeah and like sort of coming out of the festival there's just all kinds of crazy stuff happening out in the street was that like was that like one of these one of these naff discos in a nightclub that, that yeah. you see it and it's like for 16 and under the kind of thing that you would never be seen dead at when you were at school exactly aye yeah. okay yeah. So, so, so naturally I hung out and uh, stayed inside of them when you said it was an when you said it was a nappy sort of event, I honestly thought you were talking about for like like hanging up all the drunks afterwards. If you know what I mean, that was the only way like to get a folk safe. All that happens. When I was young, like when they had those kind of nights at clubs around uh, around where I was growing up, I was like, "Is everyone wearing nappy? Why is it called nappy night? And why do you want to go when it's called a nappy night?" <laughs> Christ, God knows, God knows why, God knows why. It was December twenty twenty that we last had had you on. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. 
three years ago. December 2020. There oh, you go. Uh, there you go. And a lot has changed since then. Um, you celebrated your 10 years at North. Uh, how you've stayed at 10 years in one job um, baffles the fuck out of me because at best I last about four and a half, five years. Mark, on the other hand, lasts about two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you seen that coming, didn't you? Uh, as soon as you said that, I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah, I'm, I'm averaging there. Uh, I'm averaging six months. The last two years, I think, guy, uh, I'm doing all right. So. You're sticking to your name, I'll tell you that, Captain Flip Flop. Fuck me. Um, <clears throat> indeed, I am. Yes, we might, we might dive into that in some other segment. <laughs> maybe that that may have to wait a few weeks, but uh, well, maybe not. Behind, weeks, maybe, maybe behind the paid curtain as well. <laughs> might do that. Might, might do that. Yes, thanks for that, Gav. Yeah, got you right in your shiter right there. Um, so, how, I mean, how how has it changed for you from the start of North to obviously now and the big, like, obviously you've had a hand in some of the big things that have taken place in North and um, for yourself, is it, has it been one of those things you can look back and be proud of, of what you've done at North and, and look forward to the future as well? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, say when, I, when I joined, they didn't have the brewery. Um, so that was in 2012. I got my job in one of the bars. Um, I mean, it would have happened either way, but I kind of like pushed them to start focusing on the social media and getting like all the, all the bars they had. Um, they, I think they had maybe six at the time or seven. Um, it was like, you know, you should put all of them on social media and you know, get, get them posting. Um, and then, um yeah started doing um, you know I, I do that now for, for the brewery um but kind of in between that i was working in the brewery making the beer um so it's it's been crazy to kind of see it go from a small group of local bars to a small brewery to a kind of big brewery to getting kind of serious and then now a big brewery <laughs> with uh i mean like to be honest it's not actually that big we've got some some big tanks some 150 hectoliter tanks but um the actual like capacity isn't huge um i think you're being modest there a wee bit. i think if you if you spoke to the three of us and i know scott's missing the scene he's um caught up in work himself but i'm pretty sure that all of us would say that north is a, a pretty fucking big brewery in terms of the name anyway definitely and what the, the the weight of that name carries in the industry, to be fair. I don't know about you two. I would I would agree with that. It's one of the ones that in a weird way like it's like a it's like a big I don't want to say like a sleeping giant, if you know what I mean, because like I think that makes it sound like you're not kicking around everywhere. But it was when I was looking in and to the brewery known we're having a conversation in that, I was like Shit, there's hundreds of, like, tons of beer, and, you know, they're everywhere, like, you know, and they're in all the supermarkets, and they're in bottle shops, and they've got all the bars, and you're thinking, it's, I don't know, it's maybe just much, it's bigger than what I initially thought, but I totally agree with what Gav's saying in terms of, like, you know, North, I've got, you've got, at least got a, a reputation for making quality um, quality beer, that's for sure. We, we, we definitely spoke about this the last time, was that, that it's one of the few breweries where, Regardless of where you see it, you're always going to pick it up and you're always going to, you know, be assured that it's quality beer, even if, you know, if, if it's in a supermarket or whether it's in a bottle shop or direct or whatever it is, 
you know, you, you, you're definitely guaranteed a decent drink. Mm. And it's that, I think we've said it with a couple of breweries before. It's one of the breweries that can have its finger in every pie. And like you guys have said, alluded to already, that are, are good at them all, yeah. all kind of aspects of it. Um, incidentally, myself uh, just opened a, a can of the, the Future Skies Citrus IPA. Um, your collaboration with Full Circle available in Tesco now. Um, you can steal that, by the way, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> and it's one that for me, and the same, same with the Ultra Phase. It's it's two cans of beer that you just I don't even think about it now. If I if I go into Tesco, I'm like bish bosh, there you go, and the and the in the shop and trolley, off you pop, and it's just going to be a nice, simple... In fact, that's doing it to service. It's going to be a good quality beer, excuse me, that is going to do what it says in the tin, and it's going to deliver north calibre expectation and what you what you get from a, bro- a bottle shop. You're not, it's not going to be diminishing quality from what you're getting in the supermarket. I think is what I'm trying to say, to be fair. Yeah. But, yeah they're, they're really generous words, thank you. Um, like One of the one of the things our head brewer and um, production manager go for, like maybe you could you could make beer that you chuck loads of hops in, and you could make beer that is like very very fruity with loads of fruit in it. But I think like they're the kind of beers where, whilst fun and um, Kind of uh, fun and interesting and experimental. It's kind of like a one-hit wonder. Whereas, like, if you kind of just we take a little bit of a restrained approach because we want it to be accessible. Exactly. Um, and we want it to be sort of like something you return to. You, know, you, wanna, yeah, you, you want to. You want that accessibility. You want that approachability of a beer, especially again. I mentioned it a million times. With supermarket beers, um, it's like it's a gateway for someone to then develop uh, and go into, and on onto bigger beers. I mean, our friend Andrew, who's stepping firmly into the craft beer scene, is is a kind of stalwart to that. He's he's diving into the supermarket beers and then and then going a wee bit further into, into bottle shops and picking up more adventurous things. And I think that's 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 the thing with supermarket beers; they just need to be accessible and approachable, um, and no too daft. No too daft. I mean, one of our favourite supermarket beers is the vocation roll with it. Like, currently in the supermarket, that's £6 for a four-pack, which for me is a fucking steal. An absolute steal. What kind of beer is it? Uh, it is. Bill. It's Bill. a DDH Bill. Citra Amarillo. Nothing too, nothing too fancy, nothing too out there. It just is what it is. And it's a supermarket price beer, but it does what it does in a tin, and it's approachable, and it's it's nice. Same with the the beers that you guys have got, and again, like I said, Future Skies had it several times, and the Citrus IPA is in at six percent, good percentage, by the way. I'm liking that good warm up, <laughs> good good podcast warm up beer. Uh, I'll get onto the the dipper in a second, which is a secondary phase warm up for me, eight point five percent. Booyah! The <laughs> ultra phase is like a supermarket beer. Like the last supermarket beer we had was um, a collaboration with Alpha Delta. Um, oh man, what was that called? Um, but it was like it was a stonking dipper, and Abstract Lens is what it was called. Um, oh it, yes. And it was a stonking dipper, and it was just like ultra phase. It's, it's 
one of our best. You know, people kind of like, like weirdly, like you might think that a supermarket dipper is like, is not as good as quality as another dipper, but it yeah. is. And like having ultra phase as a consistently brewed beer that we have in the brewery, pretty dangerous because like quite often, you know, we get, we get like, we get scoops off the tannin line that have been slightly under or overfilled and have an ultra phase and that kind of, uh, that, that accessibility is, um, accessible for people in the supermarket is very accessible for the people in the, in the brewery. Um, <laughs> but it's, um, it's such oh, a would thing. you look at that? That can's busted. I'll need to take that home with me. <laughs> yeah. Oops, I dropped it. Um, <laughs> yeah, those, you know, it's, it's just a it's a it's a dip of it's just as good as any and I think it really stands up um, against like you know, dippers that we brew as like one off specials and dippers from other breweries. Definitely is that, is that like a, a key focus for you then is to be like for it to be accessible for everybody? Because I know I, I've got to admit, I'm I'm always I always think the supermarket beers you're brewing at a price point, <clears throat> whether it's a loss you know, whether you play it as a lost leader and you think, you know, the beer's actually a four pound can of beer, but we've got to sell it at two fifty to meet the mark. Fair play if that's how it's how it's run and you know, you need the the quantity and all that kind of stuff. I'm always dubious with supermarket versus your non stuff and um but what you're saying about it being accessible to all, not like you're th- you've you've obviously got quite a you've got such a array of collabs on your like website in terms of like stuff like you that you're doing. So is it beer for everybody, and then we throw a, f- a few of the weird and wonderful stuff out for you know the specialist stuff, and we're going to hit the um the spring wheel session stuff and that sort of thing as well. But or is it all the beer is in that sort of realm, and then we we lend ourselves just to we we, we sit in that market basically. And with a with a supermarket beer, you have to like you kind of you pitch your beers. It's not like um like you can kind of just say like, hey, we're making this and that's what's going on the shelves. Like you have to kind of like yeah, make a pitch to them, say we had this idea. And sometimes they'll ask they'll ask us to um make certain styles. There was one time Tesco were pitching to us that we do a I think it was a collaboration with Formbridge and it was a pink peppercorn saison. And like it and like they kind of rotate their staff quite often and you'll get like a new buyer for a new department. Yeah. What one guy at one point who was like formerly like the sausage buyer and then all of a sudden he was like the beer buyer. And they were like they were pitching <laughs> pink peppercorn saison to us and we were like, Oh, I don't think that'll work. <laughs> I think you're completely like, fucking wrong there. Yeah, like every week I'm gonna pick up the pink pepper season. Like you know, every week people are gonna pick up the citrus IPA. Yeah, and like, and I think they, you know, that was quite a few years ago. That was early on, um, and so as a result of that, you know, the supermarket shelves with the craft beer on it, they are predominantly led by pale ale, IPA, a couple of dippers. There's nothing too out there, and so the breweries do kind of keep that more flamboyant uh, style of brewing to the specials, you know, that experimental, experimenting, experimental which makes sense. That's the way it should be, as, as it should be. Get the 
quote unquote simple stuff, easy stuff, approachable stuff on the supermarkets, and then fucking go mental. Yeah, yeah. The the, the idea is like you said, you know, to get that to get that buy-in. You know, you can you can have like your sort of yeah your regular kind of fridge fillers and you know your introduction in the supermarket, and hopefully people buy in and start exploring those breweries more and those bottle shops more. And, that makes yeah. it, it, it makes sense. I just I'm always like if I always say that if you like what they make in the supermarket, wait until they try the actual stuff. Is how I like you know like the like the stuff that they they don't have the handcuffs on. You know we need to we need to fit into this mold. We need to be yeah. you know because let's be honest, there's the, the supermarket range now is incredible. It really is, and the and the yeah. caliber of breweries that are in supermarket on the shelves and you go along and look around that if it's you know yourselves northern monk or there was lervix stewart you know, like honestly on and on and on and on you go down that list and then i'm always like if I, we've had this conversation on this podcast i don't know every week probably if you like that beer whatever it is like honestly go and find the bottle shop version or go in and order for them directly and look at something that's you know we we put a, a QR code on the supermarket beers for, and you can scan it and you get thirty percent off your web shop order. So that's um, awesome. It says it. I've just realised it actually does say it. It, does, it actually says it as well. <laughs> that's that's right in my basket. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you could if you could forward that link up, Gav, that'd be handy. There. No, um, my can, my can, <laughs> my can. Uh, another thing, obviously, it's happening this year. You guys is the Springwell sessions. Um, the list of, for the brews this year looks fucking ridiculous. Um, I don't want to spoil it. It's going to sound better coming from your mouth, Alex, than mine. Uh, coming starting on April the twenty eighth, uh, running to the thirtieth. Um, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday jobby. By the sounds of things and by the list of breweries, you may as well buy a ticket for every fucking day. Because you're going to need it, because the breweries are fucking ridiculous. You can, you can buy a, a whole weekend ticket. Um, Buying. do that last time. <laughs> um, yeah, Springwell Sessions. We, we're doing, plan on doing two this year. So we did, we were supposed to do one, I can't remember no, I wouldn't have mentioned it in the last podcast. Um, yeah, we like we we said we wanted to do a festival, and I think like when things looked like they were easing up at one point during the whole COVID pandemic, we we're like, right, we we'll put a date out there, and like we're going to do it. And I was like, oh god, what? Yeah. <laughs> and lo and behold, you know, another variant came along, and um, those those uh, those plans were Um but eventually we got around to hosting our first festival last year uh, in September and it was um, great, you know, not just from our perspective, we got loads of great feedback from the yeah. breweries participating because we've been to so many, so many breweries <laughs> and, and beer festivals and we we know what we like and what the other breweries like. Yeah. I can imagine. I can imagine it can get kind of much of the samey when you're doing these collab and you're going from brewery to brewery and you're just. I can imagine just be like, oh, here we go again, another another collaboration, blah, same chat, and uh, there we go, another beer, ta da! 
and be like, let's just do it again. Yeah. And it kind of loses its allure almost because you do, you do that and you visit and you're like, fuck, here we go again. So I can imagine it does, it does have that. I mean, I mean, I have, I have that sometimes talking to these idiots every week and I'm like, oh, here we go. I've done this for five years for fuck's sake. And I go, be a fridge podcast. I've done that for five years. Eh? I mean, you've, you've got, you've got that line down. Like you, you, that was like, you pressed play and you came in touch or you put a coin in you. And, and the bingo voice kicked in. <laughs> but whereas, like ten minutes before, you heard Phil Gavin Ouija. Phil Ouija was there. Um, and then I push that record button, and all of a sudden, the bingo voice kicks in. <laughs> See, people, people, people would think that Gav has like records that and just pushes it, pushes it in the um, intro, but it's not. It's like live every single time, and that's how it's done. Yeah, done a T. People think I actually sound like that. I don't. I don't even sound like this. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But if, you sounded, if, if you talked like you normally talk, then no one would ever, ever listen. Put it that nobody way. Nobody would listen and nobody would know what the fuck I was saying. <laughs> Anywho, back to the, the list of breweries at the Spring <laughs> Springville Sessions before we <laughs> talk more about me. It's not all about me. Um, it's about North Brewing. Uh, so I'm looking at some of the, the breweries... Um, Cloudwater, Dea, Duration, Pomona, that's just one side of the beak. There's a couple in there that I've never heard of, but sound really interesting. Bundobust, am I saying that right? Bundobust, yeah. So Bundobust, um, they opened in Leeds, um, first as a restaurant doing Indian street food. Mm. And then they have restaurants in Manchester and Liverpool, and then they opened a brewery in Manchester as well. You know what? I was not expecting you to say they're from Manchester. <laughs> I was expecting like Denmark or something like that. And we do it? have a Danish brewery, but no, they're um yeah, they're from like the one of the owners, um his parents had like a have a really famous um uh curry house Indian restaurant in Bradford. The mm-hmm. uh, Gordon Ramsay's been there, he loves it. Right. <laughs> um so yeah, he kind of descends from that. Um, and then there's another lad, Marco, who opened a bar in Bradford and they got together and made Bundabust. Um, just keep an eye on them. I reckon they're going to be like a friend, like a, a, a franchise that goes... Oh, don't, don't you worry. That name got written down in my wee book here. <laughs> I would say it's a black book, but it's a red, white and blue book. Like Indian-inspired beers. So they've got like a coriander lager. Um, nice. They, but then they do like a lot of dark miles, and then they have like a, a a nitro stout called Chitro, which is like a chai spice nitro stout. Um, it's all really good stuff. And normally you could only get their beers in their restaurants, um, but they're making a guest appearance at Spring World Sessions. Unfortunately, not bringing their food. Right. <laughs> gutted. I know Scott would also be gutted about that. Got very good with that. Um, I can see one from Berlin, and I'm not even going to try and pronounce her name. <laughs> first Vick. First Viacek. Viacek. Ah, I got the first bit right. Yeah. 50% there. <laughs> <laughs> there <you laughs> yeah, it's, better, it's better than what Mark would have got. Oh, oh, I reckon. No chance. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> No way. Tell, tell us about those guys. Again, another brew I've never heard of. Um, just really lovely people. Um, like genuinely just like 
I mean, that, that's that's kind of like a bit of a, a um a thing about like people we work with. Yeah. You've got to be like a got to be a great person. Um, and we cl- we've collaborated them quite a few times over the years. Um, they've gone on a really similar journey to us. Um, so we became friends quite early, and we grew we've grown in similar ways. Um, but um, just really well put together beers. You know, they try to hand it a lot of different styles, and they really kind of um, focus on the ingredients that they're using. Um, and sort of like how to respond to each one of those ingredients in the brewing process. Um, yeah, nail a lot of styles. Um, and it's yeah, really, really delicious. Sounds awesome. Sounds like, I assume, um, and we know what assuming does, but I assume this uh, festival is, is taking place at the brewery and taproom itself. Yeah, so at the brewery, so we have, um, we have, a line of um, brewers and their wares and that, and that kind of spans out um, onto the brewery floor. So you're amongst the tanks, amongst where we make our beer. Oh, wow. um, and then we've got the warehouse space that gets transformed into sort of like this um, event space. So we have a stage and um, breweries doing tastings and we, we get them to bring some special beers that they're not pouring. Yeah. Um, and they kindly donate those beers to us for free. Mm-hmm. And if you come along to a tasting or any of the events, um, we ask you to pop a few tokens in the bucket uh, to raise money for St. George's Trip, which is a charity based in Leeds that helps um, the homeless and vulnerable. That's awesome. Well, amazing. Fucking chin chin to that. like that idea a lot. I mean, I love, I, I love festivals when or even just events in general to be fair when they're, they're based and they're surrounded by the brewery itself in the tap room is fair enough and I like that but when you're around the kit and stuff like I was at a, a tap room at the weekend there and they had just a wee, a wee small food and drink kind of market thing and you're surrounded by the tanks I couldn't give a fuck about the market and the bread and all the, the baked goods that were kicking about and the nice lovely cheeses my wife ends up getting some Pabikra fucking mayonnaise pish and I was like ah oh, well all oh, the best I'm just looking at all the tanks and I'm like oh, this is great mm-hmm. oh, what's in that one what's in that one yeah. I, 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 I love all that stuff just I, like I'm not interested in brewing at all I'll make a mess of it but I love looking at the kit and I love just like staring at it all mm. and seeing and just wondering what's inside and oh what what golden delights have we got in there or yeah. dark delights I suppose um, so I, I love those kind of setups. I think, I think that's, but I just it just brings it all together. Um, and especially if you you guys have got the space for it. Um, and I'm just I've I, I seen your wee video obviously from the, your last Springwell session, and the the setup looks awesome. Um, it looks wicked. Um, how much are the tickets? How much are day tickets? How much are the whole fucking shebang tickets? Which so it's twelve quid. Um, uh, your ticket with one pound of that price going to St George's Crips already. So, yep. Um, and then uh, that's just for one session. And then you buy you you buy tokens. And so, like another idea with Springwell sessions is that you know there, there's some uh, beer festivals where it's only breweries, and you pay like what sixty seventy quid for entry. And that includes all your all your beer. Yeah. But you know, Uzla would be fine doing that. 
Whereas if you've got like a group of mates and there's maybe like three of you that are kind of into the beer and there's like a couple of you who, you know, you're happy to go along for a couple of pints, but you got something on later. Yeah. Or, you know, there's someone wants to come along and they don't like beer at all. You know, those people can kind of, you know, 12 quid, it's not that much to kind of come to a festival in a brewery where you get to go somewhere where you don't normally get to step foot into. Yeah. People can come to the tap room, but they can actually step onto the brewery floor and they can hang out with the mates. And we've got wine and cocktails as well. Um, so we get a lo- local wine shop uh, called Bottle Shop that have got great knowledge um, and they're serving up wine by the class. And, you know, you could spend 20 quid on tokens and they could spend a fiver on tokens. Yeah. So, like, you know, people can come in, come out, they can stay, they can go. Um, and so there's something for everyone. Um, I suppose, actually, see, come and give it to it's, it's nothing. It's not actually something that I've ever thought about, to be fair. I've always been like, oh, I'll give me, I'll pay my 50 quid and just give all the beer. I'm like, that's an easy way of doing it. Yeah. But when you're saying it there, Alex, to be fair, you're right. Like, I mean, my wife sometimes comes along to these events with me. She's not going to want to spend 50 quid for a ticket. She just, she'll have, might have a couple of beers and maybe a wee wine, but she's not going to go mentally. I'm going to walk in and go, I'm getting my 50 quid worth of beer here. And she'll be like, <laughs> I'll maybe get a 10 or 15 quid, but then I'll, I'll, I'll seek out some nice food bits. Yeah. I've never thought of it that way, I must admit. The other thing on that, I suppose, is where does the money go? Um, we all you pay fifty quid uh the, an yeah, event, true. and you have thirty breweries. That's maybe an understatement on some of these. But if you say you've got thirty breweries, where does the fifty quid go to that? Because it's not always the breweries aren't getting all that fifty quid. They're not probably getting anywhere near. They're not getting anything. Um, basically, but the. <laughs> The thing about when you're having a festival like you're, you're talking about, Alex, is yeah, you pay your twelve quid. You know that's that's a hosting fee. It's the best way to put it. You know, you might get a pint or you might get a t-shirt. You might get a wee total buy. You whatever the heck it is, you might get. You'll get stuff like that to go along with it. But anything that you buy when you're in there, the money is going direct. So if I walked up to Cloudwater and asked for a pale ale, you would hand over X tokens. The tokens yeah. then you, you chip in at the end of the night. You get. Like the, you get the money for that. There's an agreed value, right? I'm guessing, you know. So, as a brewer, you know, you're then able to say, like, well, you know, if it's promoted properly and we can do all that help in social media promote, let's get tons of people down there. Yeah. You're guaranteed to make a bit of cash at the end of the day. Well, I say guaranteed. You might make some cash, <laughs> but you've got all the, you've got all the logistics and all that kind of stuff that eat into your profit margin as well. But anyway, there's there's actual cash available other than the fact that if you pay your 50 quid to a bigger event you've still got all that logistical aspect to getting your beer there you they don't buy the beer off you if i remember that correctly so you've still got to provide the beer up front um but you're not getting anything of that and at a time where money is so tight um and margin within beer is extremely tight uh, and it's so important that the money from these festivals ends up, and so if like you know, goes back into it goes back into beer in the breweries. Definitely. It goes into the breweries that have taken the time out because obviously it's it's great. Obviously, North are going to hold this wicked festival, but it's in their space. It's their lecky bill. It's all that kind of stuff, <laughs> you know. You know, and that's like uh, 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 we, you can joke at that, but electricity and all the rest of it is ridiculous. But uh-huh. then 
Um, you know, if I wanted to go up and I want, I want like we're going to sit here and drink ten pints of you know Springwell Pills, or I'm, I'm going to drink the new DD, whatever it is. Uh, all that money's hitting North Bank account and not a promoter account. Anyway, that was a wee bit of a rant, but I think it's a great. <laughs> all, all that to say, I think it's a great idea, mate. Yeah, you, you you you're totally right as well. You know, like like I was saying before, just like our experience with festivals is they're incredibly hard work and it's incredibly difficult to make money on. Yeah, ones that we do make money on. Um, you know, if there's anyone in Nottingham uh, listening, Nottingham Craft Beer Festival is a is a great. Uh, money maker for us because we take our beer we have they give us a little um like you know, chip and di- chip and bin device that you can tap and pay make payments with but yeah it's just it's just like going to a bar or to the pub and they have like some guidelines for like adv and price like with regards to that and you know we always do a bonus and take a merch stand and usually these festivals it gets a bit cold or a bit hot or someone spills uh, some beer on their t-shirt. Yep. We've got people, or, or or someone, or someone gets drunk and decides that they want they need t-shirts. <laughs> right. <laughs> not that, not that I'm speaking from personal experience at all. Right. Yeah, that's the same with me. When I when I go and do a tap take over somewhere, I'll always like sway towards their beer fridge and be like, Ooh. <laughs> it's, fu- it's fucking it's hearts for me. It's hearts. <laughs> <laughs> the last three the last two three years it's brewery hats my wife's actually made me got? i don't know my wife they always got to the point where my wife's maybe put them in a box and put them in the garage for too many yeah. <laughs> but i say you can never have enough to be fair i bought two at the weekend <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's same ridiculous. brewery different color though definitely you, you need all the colors you know oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you need all the colours. It's the Tammies as well. See the the woolly hats. Oh, I love the woolly hats. By the way, you kind of be a hat like a woolly hat a oh. bit. Like remember like the a... remember the remember the three hills woolly hat. Oh, oh my god, what a woolly hat that was. Mine's is fucked. By the way, I've I've worn it too much. Mine's is worn, the same. <laughs> worn it well too much. Absolutely destroyed. Um, but no, that uh, the Springwell session sounds absolutely unbelievable. Um, like I mentioned, the 28th, the 30th of April uh, this year, obviously. Uh, I'll put a link below uh, the description to go and grab your tickets, and I'll put a link also in our Instagram page if you want to go there as well and grab your tickets. Is there a discount code of I've, I've, I've just managed, imagined that in my head? No, there is a discount code, so... Um... Yeah, so Beer Fridge uh, podcast listeners um, and uh, can use the uh, discount code. I believe it was uh, it's Springwell Friends. Springwell ten. Springwell ten. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Springwell <laughs> ten, and they can get ten percent off the off the ticket price, which you know it's uh, it's twelve pounds a ticket. One pound twenty off your ticket price. Yeah, bingo, bingo, gala, bingo. Every every yeah, penny. Look after the pennies of the fans look after themselves, right? Every penny, every penny, definitely. Um, if you look to the future and more specifically, um, the the present actually, to be fair, ultra phase, I have cracked it open. Holy fuck, I forgot how I have forgot how holy fuck of a beer it was in terms of aroma and how initially you realize that it is. 8.5%. Yeah. 
It definitely it tells you it's eight point five percent. It smells like eight point five percent. Tastes like eight point five percent. My God, is it good? I needed this beer. <laughs> this hey. is a beer that I needed. I had a I had a cannabis on the uh, on the bus yesterday, and uh, yeah, <laughs> just a casual eight and a half percent in the bus. Well, I always think you know, like labels now, no one really knows what you're drinking. And oh, so, me! I was like, I, I did think I was like, oh, this kind of smells like energy drink. Like it's so like pungent. Have you seen them? I seen the other day. I was in London with work, and um, somebody was drinking. I seen. I looked across, and somebody beside me was drinking. It was a can of water, but I was. It looked like beer. I was like, "You're just starting a bit drink beer," and then and then he like he was shuffling a bit, and then it turned around. I was like, "Oh, blab something fancy, stupid word, water." And I was like, "Oh, fair enough." Right? Is it was but, one of those with like the sealable caps as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's weird. Like a, a four forty mil can of water. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, each to their own. I mean, I feel in fairness, I wouldn't drink the tap water in London to be fair, because buttons what's been in that. Um, but no, ultra phase is, is ridiculous, and I agree with you. They can. Um, you could easily get away with that being an energy drink, to be fair. Although you can't see that nowadays because you get done, didn't you? Um, lost and grounded. Really? With a, what was it called? Receptor, runner receptors. Remember two years ago, three years ago? Yeah, yeah. Was, oh, that was the, um, like, because it had, like, the, the animals on it. And it animals was, on it, aye. It looked like uh, it was appealing to kids. Appealing to kids, aye, because yeah. fucking, well... I can see it. I can like this, the the illustrations. They like it did look like something that was in a nice kids book, but also it's a can of beer in a beer shop and a beer ale. And... Yeah, it's, it's mad. <laughs> it's mad. Considering there's like cartoons or whatever you're on, like absolutely everything. You know, like every bit of like I'm I'm not touching the market and the conversation again to be fair, but. Um, you know, I remember is... the last episode we talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> off, off in tangents as per usual, Mark. But um, like, but the thing is, there's I've got there's a the, like all the big stuff, all multicolored, like funky yeah. artwork and that. So well, even uh, you look at the other one, the vocations a fucking turtle on a skateboard. It's a monopoly piece. I mean, I could go, I could go through all my empties here beside me, and I, I, I guarantee half of them. I remember that one. <laughs> Yeah, you're totally right. Can I ask? Can I ask on the whole artwork thing because the North design is really distinctive. You know, I've got to admit, like the can art, um, it's Fucking. it's like you say, it's simple, but it's stand it, like it stands out. My one question, and one question only, or maybe not a question. My one criticism is: <laughs> why is there not the name of the beer or whatever it is on the can? Yeah. Yeah, so um, I think like we kind of need to sway a bit more towards it. We do it for the supermarkets. Yeah. Um, the original idea is um, so my my example here is it's got the NB and the artwork, and then the can is also textured, and so like the, the original idea was if the can is on the shelf and 
it's clearly beer and you've got all these other beers that are clearly beers and you want to know what it is. And so you pick it up and you get this like kind of satisfying texture when you hold it. Mm. And you look round to the back and it's got and you've picked it up, the brewery, going in your basket. The style, maybe the collaborator and some ingredients like what hops are in it. And it's in your hand. So you're halfway there. So you may as well buy it. So <laughs> you just need to get into the basket. <laughs> and then um Okay. <laughs> so that that was the original idea. Um, I, uh, I think um, I think in actual practice, it needs. I think it makes sense. You reckon it makes sense? I, I think it makes perfect sense. I like it. Okay, I, and I like that. My issue is when I'm in a bottle shop or whatever, and they're, they're lined up in fridges. Most good bottle shops will have them lined up in IPAs, pails or whatever so you're looking at whatever, like you know you're in looking for a specific style normally, like most people like, you know, you you fancy a pail, you fancy a style, whatever it is yeah. I'm, like you say we're the minority I suppose but we're the ones that are going to buy your cans at the same time like, I, I like to know like, you know, if it's if you get a quick snapshot, like um, I bought the elusive pills the other day literally because it had New Zealand hopped right written right on the front. And I was thinking, oh. Okay, that sounds interesting. I lifted it. It went in the I went in the in the bag. No. Um No? No. no. I'm moving up to agree to disagree here. No. Sorry. Why? I think I think I think that's I think the way they're doing it's is perfect. If you know North and you know you know the M B bit and you go like, okay, granted, if you've never had North, I get you. I'm potentially with you. But if you've had North, North beer before and you see the MB and you go, you're you scanning, oh, there's a V, there's a Alpha Delta, there's a, there's a fucking, no, shit no. hole. No, you had your chance. And then there's a vocation, there's a blah, blah, blah. You open the, oh, there's a, there's an MB, oh, there's a VMB. I've not, I've not seen that can before. Open the fridge. Up you come, son. We shrivel. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I've not had, I've not tried that can of beer before. Oh, I'll just fuck that in the basket because I know it's North. I know that they get beer, so it goes in my basket. Okay. I've maybe, I've maybe not tried the style before. However, I know it's north. Goes in the basket. Okay. I'm, 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 well, since we're on the whole devil's advocate thing here, like <laughs> no, like, no, but but agree and disagree because you, I don't agree with you. And no. I agree with myself. Okay. I, and Calm agrees with me. <laughs> okay. I hear your point. I hear it, and I'm going to counter it with pish, probably, and it's probably another point to make when Alex was on, but. North, like every beer from North, isn't awesome, and I'm saying that from no, like, every beer from every beer from any brewery isn't it awesome? Right, okay. This is my point. I'm going down the fact that and every IPA or whatever it is, like I love an IPA, but there's specific like like I'm at that stage now where I'm thinking I want to drink specific hops. I want specific flavors right, from so that pick specific the can up beer. And rotate the can. Don't be a lazy bastard. Just rotate the can. You're not on the, the shop for forty-five minutes picking up four hundred cans. Rotate the fucking can. I'm sorry, Callum. Help me here. Rotate it, the can. There's also like you know, there's how long are you in a bottle shop for, and like you know, what's your what's your time limit? Because like, mine's usually ten minutes. In fact, five because I've double parked. <laughs> So like you haven't got much time. 
And so if there's more information on the front, then maybe you're going to make a more snap decision. But then also... I'm giving you feedback from an actual bottle shop today because I mentioned your beer, your cans, and I said I'm looking for North because I've got Alex on today. Blether, blether, blether. I've not had them in for a while because I was fed up, basically, as in the... the, Rotating their cans? Oh, what a hard life. No, I'm fed up with people, like, they're sitting and they sit and we don't know what's in them, so... Right, right, right. so hold on, hold on a second. Are you saying you don't know what's in them in terms of the can doesn't say the hops or because you don't know the name of the beer? Well, you don't know the name, you don't know the style. Like... Style? Okay, I'm with you. I'll agree with you on that. And you, you've picked up Dirty Stouts before, thinking, oh, that's a nice-looking can, I've lifted it. Well, I did and, that because the, the label was white and it's... And then it turned out to be a big fucking massive eleven percent stout, which I hated. But I, like, <laughs> the funny thing is, we're like, and I think it's a really interesting topic in a way, right? And but the thing for me is, the North beers stand out for the design. I think the artwork is quality. What I like, and I know it's really difficult to do, but like, I don't know, are they color coordinated by style? Or anything like that, or is it just a random? No, um, okay. usually. I mean, I will say I think also the the the, the artist. I don't think I think he'd rather just like keep the keep the artwork uninterrupted without text. I think there's a bit of that going on. Yeah. Um, but no, um, he. Hmm. So, I'm going to use I'm going to use the same kind of example. So, um. For anyone listening, for context, this is um, our collaboration with Brewfist, and it's an extra special bitter, uh, ESB. And so, like, the background behind the artwork um, was that, so, like, Brewfist have this logo that's like like a punch fist. Yep. Punching. And then, so, like, it's kind of, it's in a slightly cartoony style. So then the lines dispersing from the North logo is a kind of like a comic book punch, like, you know, where it's mm-hmm. like flat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then, um, what was the other one? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, re- you re- kind of reference that, like, to Pal, uh, Snap, yeah. that sort of thing. But then it's got sort of like two circles that are out of line, um, and that references the sun and the moon and kind of harvest, Yep. Uh, which is a reference to the traditional beer style, uh, where it's quite a malt forward kind of beer, where you know the ingredients of I don't know. If you think of like yeah, see, Mark, if you had a, if you had a word over that, that would just ruin the art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he, there's a lot goes into it. It's not yeah. just kind of like what what like kind of he thinks no, I, look good. He does research, honestly. Like he he really kind of each label is an artwork. That I I I totally get that. I think is that's is that is that on a QR code or somewhere? Like nah, you, you just hate art. You just hate art. You're, <laughs> you're just hate art. You're one. Of, you're one of these. Uh, you know these these activists and stuff that are protesting and and and, and pouring uh, paint orange paint over these lovely paintings. You're one of these folk. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna go in a bottle shop with paint and fuck it out of the. <laughs> I, I you, want to see, you want to see your beer? Fucking good luck, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I think that I think the thought behind it is incredible. I really do. Yeah. Um, but we wouldn't have known any of that unless Alex told us there. Like, no, you're that's... totally right. You and you know, with, no, you know I, what, I wish actually, he'd, he'd share that with us sometimes. Like it's it's only when when like someone asks you, like, oh well, actually, like there's this. But there's a story behind most beers. That's one of the key things I've found working within the like brewing and that. Like, you know, folk make beers for well, we need a pail because we don't, well, we've not got a pail yet. But why is it that particular pail that's going to suit our brand? Why, you know, why do we make the label like this? Why do we? And that's the, like, you know, making beers like the, the fun part, but like building the story around it is. Sometimes they even like I'm not saying the funner aspect of it, but that's the bit that makes it sell, and that's where the mm-hmm. it's it, that's the really really cool thing about it, and that works wicked. I'm not, mm. I, I don't disagree <laughs> with that. I just want to know if I'm drinking a fucking table beer or a fucking double IPA. You know what I mean? Like, do you have any part of the can up? Like, <laughs> just fucking. I know you don't like exercise, but come on, the fuck, Mark. I, I like exercise more than fucking all use fuckers. Didn't that's start. So, very true. <laughs> but, <laughs> Just pick the can up, man. I, I, but uh, so, like, I, I'm sorry, everybody who's listening to this is. I, I, I'll comment. Honestly, you, there's going to be a it. fucking Instagram poll this afternoon. Aye, you need to send us a comment because I, I don't think I'm being daft. Um, it's going to be just pick the fucking can up, or. You're a lazy bastard. That's your two options. It's not. That's it's fish. not. It's, that's fish. You it's just fish. open the fucking fridge and you pick it up and you go. But you're no, telling right. me, like, or you go, aye. The, the North beers are sitting right, and they're all sitting lovely with their all shiny artwork that's had the design for the moon, the stars, and the fucking seven seas on it, right? Yeah, and it looks, uh, they look incredible. And then in a bottle shop, you're looking for whatever it is, and align with it. There's Name the other brewery, Cloudwater, Track, Verdant, da-da-da-da-da, Beak. Oh, there's a brand new Beak. I've never seen that. Can work. Six and a half percent double IPA. Thanks very much for coming. Or will uh, I look through four cans in there? That's about a week for the double IPA. I don't know about yeah, that. That's about a week. Uh, so that's getting put back, didn't See, I would have picked it up and put it back. Because I'm not lazy, but cunt, I would have put it back. Callum, he's give you a 50 pence worth. No, I, I, have to, I have to be on the Gavin side of the fence. Yes, come on! Like, Hold on the new well, I'll mute him. Fucking like, fuck. he's said nothing for like half an hour here and then chime in with pish. I've just been absorbing the, the, the quality of conversation. Um no, but I, I have to agree that, that that even even if I'm only in <laughs> if if I'm on a if I'm on a time scale even in a bottle shop, I'm still picking cans up. I'm still checking, I'm still, you know, what hop you know, 'cause it's it's all very well it's all very well saying, Oh, that's an IPA, that's a double IPA. That's whatever it is. I'm I'm looking to check what's in it, you know, because there's certain hops that I don't like, and you know, if if, if the information's on the can, then that's that's good. Um, it doesn't matter if I need to look round the back of the can. <laughs> how how slow do you pick a can up? It okay. doesn't take it doesn't take long, Mark. You know, I'm a I'm a half lead. I'm not full half lead. You know, I need to take me a wee well. See that? Oh, there's a can. Oh. And back. My point is the fact no, that it's, you can do it in one motion. You can do it. You can pick it up and spin it at the same time. Oh, picked up, spin it. Oh, there may be an RSI or something going on there though. Like who knows? But look, the thing no. is, <laughs> but my point is, there's two hundred cans in a bottle shop, 
And if you're going to lift X amount of them up and have to twist them, you just there's so many good looking cans out there, and that is a totally like, that's getting snipped for hundred percent. But that at the same time, you know, like I'm not shying up. I'm like, I would still pick a North can up. However, if I see it next to like well, Beaker or something like that, I'm picking something up that I realise. Say that again. Rewind, rewind ten seconds and say the exact we'll just, same we'll sentence again. The, we'll snip the back, the good-looking cans part, and then we'll just we'll, we'll snip the, the other part as well. You know. So, the thing is, like, of course, I'm going to pick. But like you said, I I know what you said before. You you know that like North, for the most part, make a really good beer, right? But at the same time, I know that Beak make a good beer. I know that Track make a good beer. I know that Cloudwater make a good beer. I know that Verdant make a good beer. And if you're in the bottle shop picking up whatever it is, IPAs, table beer, anything, there is options that are right there and they're telling you exactly what it is and what's in it at a, at a glance yeah. rather than me having to spend X amount of time looking. I'm sorry, mate, right? You've just rhymed <laughs> off. You've just rhymed off all these breweries, right? I've, I had all those breweries last year pretty much in Bruiser. And see, for the most part, it wasn't as cut and dry as you think. You know, Cloudwater, Cloudwater, um, uh, sometimes, I mean, their, super, their, their beers are in the supermarket, yes, but other other beers that, I've, that I got in my Cloudwater box, you had to be um, Bergerac to find what it was. And Verdant in particular, Verdant in particular, their, their, their cans are sort of weird and wacky and wonderful as well. And a lot of the time, it's it's a wee tiny bit on the side of the can that's got the information on it. So who's the? I mean, I, I just I just feel I just feel that if you're if you've already if you've already made the decision to go into a bottle shop to buy beer, then you're you're already invested in that process. You're already you know Aye. it's not as if you're it's not as if you're nipping in for egg, eggs and milk and bread exactly and you're. Firing a couple of beers in the cat in, in the basket at the same time. If you've decided to go up the high street and go into a bottle shop, or if you know for the most part drive to get to a mm-hmm. bottle shop, because that's what most of us are going to have to do, really. Unless you're living in a city centre um, or a big town centre, your you know, you're going to have to drive to get to one of these places. You're already invested in that process, so even if you're if you're only going to spend a short amount of time there, you're wanting to use it as effectively as possible. And I think that. You know, if I've already made the decision to go into a bottle shop, I'm going to make sure that I know what I'm buying when I'm buying it. And if, if that means I need to pick a can up to look at it and read it, then I'm going to do that. Well, that'll it. be and why. That'll be why they've made the decision, obviously, and we'll get confirmation from Alex in a second. That obviously the supermarket beers have all that information at the front. That makes whereas sense. Look. The other beers, because I, I, we said we spend about 10, 15 minutes at a bottle shop. If I'm in a supermarket. I'm only there because I'm getting my shot, and then I'll say to the missus, "I'll I'll catch up in a minute. I'm going to fuck off the beer aisle, and you come back with four cans, <laughs> and, you, and then you, when she turns her head, you put them in the, in the trolley, and then you fucking run away. So, yes, like, I'll, I'll, no, I'll, I'll no, end of. <laughs> same thing when when you're in a supermarket. I don't, I, I don't know about anyone else, but I want to get out of there, get as in quick as possible. Out. I haven't got time to be to the. Uh, Moping around the supermarket is uh, yes, I just want to get out. Right. So it's a bottle shop. I'm happy to kind of 
I mean, my, my local bottle shop is Rainville, and Fiona Johnny is a great guy. We always have a good chat as well about whatever's going on, and um, it's, a, it's a bit of a social visit. So, awesome. I mean, <laughs> that, that being said, I, I am sort of like talking to him and trying to look around. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, get, I have that as well. The, the bottle shop, I, I kind of go to quite often when he's born. Like I'm half, I'm half kind of talking to Greg who owns the place, and he's like, "Oh, how you doing? Why no bad? He's from Aberdeen, so we have a wee, wee fucking Scottish off." And yeah, I fit like, and I'm fucking going to the can. And I'm like, oh, I need what I've, oh, I'll pick that. I'll pick this can up, Mark, and I'll turn it. And he'll go, oh, "That's that." And I, oh, yeah. Anyway, we, I think we spent way too long in that. But anyway, all right. <laughs> I think it's actually a really good to- topic because it is well, I think you're fucking that, wrong. But I think it's something that Alex has actually thought about, though which means it's worth discussing. So whether you think I'm right or wrong, then oh. even the brewery have thought about it. And, and, are then, taking, and then continue to do what they're doing anyway. because take it under, like, under consideration and realise that, you know, there's ways of getting it on the can. Well, like we said, in a supermarket, it makes sense because you're being quick, you can see it, bish, bash, bosh, in the basket. Bottle shop, we friendly hire, how you doing? How your ma been? Giza cans, see you later. Right, anywho. <laughs> <laughs> we started the podcast very uh, a lot better than we were fucking finishing it, to be fair. Talking about festivals and stuff, um, Alex, apart from Spring Will Sessions, where else are we potentially seeing you guys this year? And let's look forward to the future. Eh? Um, you'll definitely be seeing us in... Beer festival taking place in Manchester and Birmingham. Not in Glasgow, um, by the way, because that's fucked. <laughs> that's, um, that is because we opened tap rooms for the first time outside of Leeds. So we've got one tap room in Birmingham and one tap room in Manchester. So we'll be attending festivals to take part in those and support, um, support those. Um, Just to touch on that, Alex, sorry. Yeah, how is the um, the reception I mean for you guys on those two tap rooms kind of opening up and the feedback so good um, yeah I was um, kind of in the lead up to it I was, I was really worried about Manchester mm-hmm. um, I was like you know that is that is a big city with a lot big market. of um, bars and pubs and it's a big brewery um, like a big brewery uh, city as well isn't it like yeah, you know yeah, Cloudwater, Track, Sure Shot, yeah. uh, Northern Monk has got their tap room there. Um, Fuck, I'm telling my house. And, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was just sort of, uh, yeah, I was like, wow, all right, but it's it's working great. It's uh, amazing, pretty popular. Um, it's going down really well, um, and amazingly, we've managed to make like a um, like the the unit is sort of got a lot of kind of bare concrete and there's a glass front and you know exposed you know, uh, wire casing yeah but it's nice. like so cozy in there it's really nicely lit it's got a nice low ceiling we've got plants in there we've got natural woods yeah so that's working really well and Birmingham's really good as well um the city of Birmingham's been really receptive uh, to our as arriving um and yeah, where the place is, uh, is positioned is 
um, just kind of close to the city centre, but also um, right next to a tram tram track. Yep. Um, we had an event for a couple of days, but <laughs> a couple of, in the space of a week or two, uh, two cars uh, skidded down uh, the road and onto the tram track. So that was uh, that was good fun. <laughs> <laughs> I often people to visit. You're not in, in any. <laughs> That's it. I often think I often think location is is half the battle for for a tap room or or a craft beer pub because. You know, it could be the best. It could be the best pub in the city, but if it's miles away from everything else, then you're yeah. kind of less likely to, to go. Whereas, you know, even even though it might be competition, if you're surrounded by other, you know, like you say, like Sure Shot and 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 places like that, you know, Clues Water. If you're surrounded by places like that, then you're more likely to attract folk like us that are going to go to three or four different places and spend money everywhere. You know. Yeah, definitely. I think we're, 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 everyone in, we're Manchester as well. It's, it's close to Bundabus Brewery and it's, it's Oxford Road. Um, so it's near a train station, near Bundabus. It's near theatres and gig venues. And What's up? Uh, there's also a lot of uh, people living around that area as well. I mean, that's probably like with these places that we unfortunately see kind of closing down over the last kind of six, eight months or so. It's if you kind of dive into it and 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 look a bit deeper, um, they're probably places that aren't easily accessible, and the, the, it takes an effort to get there. You need to organise a, a taxi or somebody to drive and whatnot. And it's unfortunate, and like Callum, you said that it is a great location is is half the battle. And I know we we've we've avoided places because it's just hard to get to it, and we've went to places that are easier via a train or whatever a bus or something, we've always went to places that are just easy to get to. Well, you think Edinburgh, mate, like, in, if you take that for an example, because I'm going to have to ask the, like, when is north coming north? North. No, proper <laughs> north, 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 middle. Aye, <laughs> not, not middle, aye. Not middle, north. We always um, get, when, we, when we go to Newcastle or Scotland, people are like, aye, north, aye. And like, yeah, yeah, like, where are you based? And like, Leeds, and we're like, it's the middle. Should have been called Middle Brew. <laughs> middle Brew. It's not got a good ring to it, is it? Not got the same ring to it, is it? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> You're right, though. Location is 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 key. You know, like, you know, Edinburgh is like the key example for us up up this neck of the woods. Like, Leith has became a hotbed, but at the moment it's a ball ache to get to because the trams yeah. aren't going down that way. As soon as the trams go down that way, it is going to be like. You know the folk like the new barns and uh, maybe not, but like you know new barns, Donzoco, Campervan, Moonwake, Union Pilot, you name it. It's just everybody all on a doorstep, and you're going to yeah. be like, well, it's it's walking distance now, and mm. being able to do that in Birmingham, Manchester, and obviously Leeds, it's just it's it's wicked. So back to that original question: When are these coming to the? We are the North, like <laughs> the, the, you know. Well, watch this space. I know, I know, um, I know that we, we'd like to open more tap rooms. Good. Um, and I know, like, I've got a garage. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like even all. <laughs> as long as I can keep this wee corner to record, then you can have the rest. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I'm not 100% sure where, um, 
where where we're looking at um, opening. Um, I can only speculate. Um, no, it's exciting stuff though. Like it's good to it's it's good to have a wee bit of positivity in the industry and, and see that that breweries are looking to expand in terms yeah. of of the tap rooms and stuff and and because. The only way the whole industry gets better is if, if, if it, we always say it's a collaborative industry. If one gets bigger, that means everything else gets a wee bit bigger as well. It's like, a wee, room, it's like a wee onion. That's a wee, the tab rooms are awesome. You peel the layers back. I'm on form tonight, by the way. But if you're peeling layers back, it means you get smaller, you twat. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> just layers, just layers. Don't be layers. Anyway, Forget the smaller bit. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm just uh, totally in an argumentative mood tonight, that's what it is. The, um, Satsuma then, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, carry on. The, the, what I was going to say is the great thing about the tap room is that, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's North's tap room, but you don't all only sell North beer. There's guest lines and all the rest of it. So it actually opens up, you know, if you open a, you open in Birmingham or Manchester, you're probably going to tap into the Manchester, Birmingham uh, bar scene as well in terms of the yeah. brewery scene. You're going to pull local bar, bar, uh, breweries into your tap room which gives you it gives them keg lines and can opportunities and all that kind of stuff you yeah. know so when you open when when the bigger breweries that are like i say established and have got that facility to look and think right well, let's expand and let's create opportunities they're not only creating opportunities for them and obviously more tap lines more beer all that kind of stuff like if you opened a tap room in edinburgh the the chances are you would be pouring you know, Moonwake, or you'd be pouring, pouring Stuart, or, you know, some, some of the, along those lines. You know, and that's more opportunities for the local. Then it, go, then it goes vice versa, then you'd, you'd, if you had the likes of Moonwake, you'd want the opposite in return, you know what I mean? Well, that's it. And, you know, and that's, like, uh, being able to bounce stuff off, right? Well, we'll, we'll store you some stuff, or you put yeah. stuff in an innocent gun, you, you, you're sharing can, and then it's, then it's proper collaboration. And then we're mm-hmm. building, opportunity for the craft brewing sector rather than going in and fighting in the pub chain groups where you're fighting against the macros which you know you're stealing a line here or a line there but you're stealing it off your i keep saying steal because that's not the right word but you know you're taking the line but you're you're taking the line (laughs) off and the pub are looking at right well i've got I've got North this week. I've got Moon Week next week. I've got whatever it is because it's that they, you get a, you get a good price or whatever. Rather than right, well, let's actually create an opportunity where there's more craft beer on every single pub, rather than the macros. If it's your tenants up here, if it's your Carlin down the road, if it's Foster's, yeah. if it's Budweiser, you're taking on the and the more we can take the chunk out the macro in that sense, the more opportunities and the more expansion that the the craft brewing industry's got. So. Bring north to the north. There we go. Hashtag chunk at the macro. Do that. <laughs> I'm keeping uh, it. Alex is thinking, what the fuck have I signed up for today? I'm I know, just he's like, like mad it, it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't like this two years ago. No. Yes. We, we, we became opinionated, mate. <laughs> <laughs> got a lot more serious. Yeah. <laughs> that time, this, used to, this used to be a piss up last time. <laughs> um, no. I mean, you, you, you are totally right. Have you, have you been... Have you been to either of the tap rooms? Because like you've, I've not. You, you know, the, the Birmingham tap room and the Manchester tap room, they both have dedicated uh, lines um, that are for local breweries. Makes so, sense. Like those those lines rotate between whatever the local breweries may be. 
and there's also um, dedicated fridge space. Um, so it's not just sort of like, you know, in Birmingham, like this week we've got Glass House and next week it's Attic. And, um, yeah, it's, there's always Glass House, there's always Attic. Um, um, there was, well, there, there is at the minute, there's, there's Dig Brew in Birmingham's... Uh, no, fucker. They, they've called it quits. Um, but it's the same for Manchester as well. And awesome. You, you're totally right, but it's like those. It's like a further opportunity, not just to like make a beer together and you put each other's logos on it, and you're like, "Hey, we made a beer together." It's actually sort of like at least then there's some monetary value to the collaboration. And yeah. Sort of like an actual. Um, see the way I see collaborations, right? This is going to sound potentially a bit weird. Think about Christmas cards or, or birthday cards, right? My wife sends all the Christmas and birthday cards. I'll have my name in it. I won't have a fucking clue. I'll be like, oh, ha- Merry Christmas from Jade and Gavin. And I'll be like, but have we sent a card? I don't even know. It's a collaboration card. Did they fucking can? Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. It's not always like that. It's not always like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if your ear mic's working, Cal. No. Is it working? There you go, you're back. Yeah, yeah you're back in the room, you're back in the room. Uh, Alex, if I alluding to my question that was about 20 minutes ago, um, I was just to clarify uh, the future of, of North and what we should expect in the next six months. Okay. Um, or two months, or whatever suits. So six months. Less collaboration. Um, so last year we looked at sort of what we did and we were like, fucking hell, that was a lot of collaboration. <laughs> <laughs> and like, well, so like, you know, it's a lot of fun and um, like, we we all go out there and make friends and we're like, yeah, let's make a beer together. Yeah. Um, it's, um, we didn't really um, have much time to just say like, this is a North Brew beer. Yeah. Um, and this is what we're doing. And, uh, yeah, kind of like weirdly, you know, people think about collaborations like, oh, you know, what, what, what did the other brewery really do? You know, really it's just the brewery making the beer. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it, it does, it does play a part and it does inform the beer. So we want to do less collaborations, unfortunately. Uh, I, would, I wouldn't say unfortunately. I think it's a good, I, I personally think it's a good thing. Well, I just think bit- any breweries listening, don't, don't contact me. <laughs> hey, don't be insulted if they say no. Well, I've got to admit that. Don't be offended. Um, gonna... Yeah, we want to just uh, take some time, just uh, sort of. Just... <laughs> it's, like, it's like a uni street. I just, I'm going to have a gap year. Exactly. Here, here was me going to ask you to do a collab for our birthday beer, Alex, but I'm not going to bother anymore. So, no, gap year. It's a gap year. Gap year. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I'm. Um... Yeah, I'm former. I'm traveling. I'm traveling Vietnam and Botswana. <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, we're just gonna go and find ourselves. And, uh, you know, just, uh, that's a that's a hundred percent. It's not you. It's me, oh, sort yeah. of thing. Isn't I, just, it? I, just need, <laughs> I just need to be by myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um. Um, so less collaborations. Um, I think. We're probably going to pull back on festivals a little bit this year as well, sort of yeah. attend them. Um, we've 
yeah, we've blasted it for the past seven years. And yeah, yeah. Every, every single one I've been at, you guys are always there. Fed up seeing you. And yeah, just, uh, just spend, I mean, like, I really am painting this picture. Like, we're just going to take, take some time to focus on ourselves and, uh, just trying to, yeah, just take a bit of a step back from all of that and invest yeah. in ourselves. Um, I mean, made major plans. I mean, last time I spoke to you, it was all Springwell and building yep. the brewery. Uh, the brewery is built, um, honing, honed in the recipe. Our team is really solid right now. We've got some really great brewers. Uh, oh, incidentally, we need to mention, you yeah. probably, it might not, it might not listen to it, but we need to mention your North Star of the month and Sam. Sam Good job, Russell. Sam. Yeah, yeah, North Star. Yeah, he's, um, Sam Russell's been great. He's, he joined us as we're kind of coming out of lockdown and, he must have been like a year, a year ago or a year and a half. And he was supposed to kind of just come to us. He, he arrived from Brussels and he was supposed to open the Manchester tap room, but for many reasons, we couldn't open the Manchester tap room when we intended. Um, and he's done all kinds of jobs in North and managing bars and he's been doing a great job. And he managed the brewery tap at Springwell. He managed the. He helped us open Birmingham and trained all the staff and got that up on the ground. And now he's done the same for Manchester and he's staying in Manchester and he's finally <laughs> doing what he was, uh, what he came here to do. Uh, and he's doing a great job and yeah, he deserves a special mention. Uh, yeah. Good lad, Sam. You know what? I might actually even name this episode North Star Sam. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll let him know. It'll be chuffed a bit. I think, I think, I think we should do it. I think we should do it. Um, if your if your local tap room or your local bottle shop has not already got North beer in it, ask why and um, send them in Alex's direction and North's direction in general by going to the North Brewing Co. website. You can go to northbrewing.com and head up the website. All the information on the website. Grab yourself some beers as well while you're at it. And you can also make sure you head to the Instagram, Facebook and Twitter pages. Like, follow and share all the North Brewing stuff. Go and follow Alex as well. Been there 10 years. Come on. <laughs> Man knows his gear. Man knows his stuff. Give Alex a follow as well. Why the F not? While you're at it, if you fancy following the Beer Fridge Podcast, if you don't already do so, search the Beer Fridge Podcast on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Like, follow, share and give us a five star rating wherever you're listening to this podcast, whether it be Instagram, it won't be Instagram, it'll be Apple, it'll be Spotify, it'll be all those platforms. Give us a wee five star rating. Somebody gave us a four. No happy. Bastard. Sacked. Um, but no, in general, we do appreciate you, you guys giving us the star ratings. It actually generally does help us, um, with regards to all the algorithms and all that jazz. So drop us a wee rating. If you want to show your official support, you can do so by heading to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast, gain access to exclusive content and some homebrew. Um, when it's ready, when it's done, the last one was fucked. Yeah. Um, it was a recurve. That was a recurve. So like, getting... the next one, the next one's in the pipeline. So let's oh, uh, the the uh, the brewery is not quite scheduled yet, but let's uh, let's 
It's, it's in the planning phase, shall we say? We're planning. We're planning. We're planning. Patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast and more real beer, real breweries, real opinions, as you've heard this evening. <laughs> 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 There's been plenty of <laughs> Alex, honestly, God, like, Jenny, we love having you on. Second time on the podcast, um, we see you every festival. And it's it's always a friendly face to see, and we appreciate you coming on and joining us back on the podcast, mate. Bless you, thank you. Um, no, that was pretty kind. Thank you for having me, and uh, thank you everyone for listening. Super duper uh, again. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Cal. Thanks, MD. And until next time on the Beer Fridge Podcast, we'll be a real British real opinions. Goodbye. Bye. Good job by you.